The Second Amendment is unique to the USA, the Republic formed on what once was an unproductive land mass before Europeans arrived, as presented in If Only Native Americans Have the Aptitude. The right to bear arms is hated by plenty of people, because they claim that the mere ownership of guns is the absolute cause behind gun violence. The latest assault on guns is predictable, as the pandemic and economic lockdown provide the perfect environment for unconstitutional ideas. As an example, LA County Sheriff, gun shops are not essential and must immediately shut down, as if LA gangs are affected, Bloods, Crips, and Mexican Mafia, to name a few. APA's Advocacy on Gun Violence Prevention The American Psychology Association's approach to gun violence prevention may be full of good intentions, but fails miserably because it focused primarily on health care, more funding and research, and touchy-feely crapola, while avoiding the obvious, people kill people, and some do it more than others. Underprivileged conditions and even white privilege are often used to explain away the violence by black people in America, white privilege, if only Caucasians were extinct, but there's an inborn ineptitude that cannot be avoided or dismissed. Here are three articles that lay out the foundation. Hunger in Africa defies logic but is predictable. An African tale of post-colonial ineptitude. Ethiopia, Europeans didn't build that. U.S. gun deaths by race and gender, 2011-2013. The Brookings Institution's article titled Guns and Race, The Different Worlds of Black and White Americans Harps on the Social Aspect, as expected, because there's no other way to justify the chart above if one dwells on the myth that all men are created equal. Greater than gun violence is part of a vicious cycle of race and inequality in the U.S., reflecting existing social inequalities, and also making it even more challenging for young black people, especially young black men, to escape poverty and violence. Inequalities? Why do black people kill each other? Shouldn't they be killing the oppressors? Then mass shootings come into play, and white people are definitely the sole culprits that justify melting all guns to eternity, although the LA gangs won't play along. And let's not forget that gangs are mostly composed of minorities and they must be excused because of existing social inequalities. It never ends. Mass shootings in USA by race and ethnicity, 1982-2020. Mass shootings data shows that black and Asian people are more dangerous than whites and Latinos based on the percentage of total crimes versus their respective population representation, but that conclusion will lead to unhappy frowning. The article The Disparities in How Black and White Men Die in Gun Violence, State by state ignored that illegal gun possession is pervasive among black men. Greater than they found that rates of gun ownership in a state were positively associated with both homicide and suicide rates among white men but only modestly associated with homicide and suicide rates among black men. So much for gun laws. The charts that follow highlight the underlying racial roots of the gun violence issue. Firearm homicide death rates, by race. Firearm suicide death rates, by race. Data shows that blacks are 1,154% more likely to be homicide victims versus whites. Conversely, whites take the suicide statistical prize. The obvious conclusion is that whites are more of a danger to themselves, while blacks are a danger to others, a blunt but true statement that will never be made on any mainstream medium. Maybe that explains why people will cross the street when they see a black man approaching, because stereotypes are formed from empirical evidence. Police shootings in USA by race, 2017 to 2020. Black Lives Matter is a source of distorted information that feeds on outright lies like Ferguson, Missouri, and portrays police shootings as open season on blacks. The fact that blacks are 13% of the population but comprise 21% of police shootings, as tabulated from the chart Police Shootings in USA by Race, 2017 to 2020, is easily explained by the data presented here and the inconvenient conclusions. Behavior is key. Furthermore, 
The claim is yet another attempt to distract from the overall poor socio-techno-economic achievement of black people, and blaming somebody else regardless of civilization. But here's some food for thought. There's a constant cry for allowing migrants to cross the southern border to work the fields, yet plenty of black unemployed people in Chicago and Baltimore will never be found harvesting cucumbers. Maybe it's time for them to drop their guns, bling, and do rags, pick up their pants, and get to work. Meanwhile politically correct citizens bent on protecting the inept will continue to embrace the ostrich effect, which in behavioral finance is the attempt made by investors to avoid negative financial information. Why? Because the truth reflects poorly on their intellect and their decision-making ability, and destroys their illusions. Whether it's guns, education, or broad socio-techno-economic achievement, it's always about the people, and the point was already made in why Islam and dictators rule the greater Middle East that donkeys cannot be trained to compete in horse races. If social inequalities can be solved by waving a magic wand without considering the people involved, a solution was provided in white minority in America will be a disaster. Greater than here's a proposal with an easy prediction, pick the best contiguous 50% of land in America, take all the resources required and set up a USA 2.0 inhabited and governed by the browning of America, and please build a wall to protect the wealth. Within one generation people will be begging to leave, much like they've been crawling over any border that leads to Western civilization. Want to try? Maybe a workable model can be derived from Ethiopia, Europeans didn't build that misery, or not. Dash.